fellow wanderers, you're listening to Pearls of Wisdom. My name is Pearlyn and I am a fellow human being here on this little journey of self-exploration, finding out what it means to be human and living in this lifetime. If you're interested in contemplations of the self, humanity, mindfulness, self-awareness, all of this fun stuff, then join me on this journey in exploring the 22 major arcanas in the tarot and its different archetypes. To follow us for more content and upcoming physical events in Singapore, follow us at Lunalise Tea and we'll see you there. So this video or audio depending on where you're listening to or receiving this podcast from is brought to you by Luna Leaf and we are shooting at this really cozy space over the moon um, on a very beautiful I wouldn't say it's sunny slightly overcast but really cozy day and I'd like for you to find a space to settle down um, take a cup of water or tea your favorite tea Light some candles, burn some incense, whichever feels best for you. And for those of you who are listening to this while working, this will be a fun ride because you'll have a lot to think about and contemplate on. Know that in all of the sharings that I'll have, not only on this episode, but in the episodes to come, these are just topics for discussion and for you to find which and what feels best for you. So know that I'm not trying to sell you answers or ways of being, but for me to open up space, to have a nice open session to contemplate on all these fun topics that I have lined up. Hello Wanderers, my name is Perlin and welcome to the first episode of Pearls of Wisdom. So today we'll be exploring a really interesting topic um, but first, the card that we're focusing on is the Fool. And what a Fool is all about basically. The Fool is all about naivety, it's all about being able to go out and explore in whatever ways feels nice and fresh without baggage, without inhibitions, no restrictions, just heads first, hearts first, and allowing the world to show whatever it has to you and whatever it has to offer. So we have one main question to contemplate today and to contemplate on basically Um, but know that in all of the episodes I am not here to guide you I am just a friend um, to share all this information that I have seen or found interesting Um, and all of us can sit down and contemplate on these questions to find basically ways of being that would best serve us ultimately for self-awareness and the practice of mindfulness in time 
So, today's question. It's a big question. How are you? I think very often we tend to ask this question out of courtesy as a greeting. Um, and very often, even as a recipient of the question, we don't really take enough thought to truly answer or even open up space for the other person to share how they truly feel. But I'd like for you to know at every point in time, whenever you'd like to find a space to recenter, to try and explore the world with new eyes and to allow yourself to experience things nice and fresh, this is the question that you can always fall back onto. Know that when you're able to come into this space, trying to figure out how you truly feel from a place of non-judgment and with sincerity, that is when the real answers will come out. So we'll start off the episode with a little reading for the collective as to what we can possibly focus on basically when trying to explore these questions so we have cards flying all over the place there's always a clear sign that messages are asking to come to you for today. The first one is the Nine of Swords. Second one, the Page of Swords. And then we also have the Queen of Cups. Okay. And overarching energy will be the full because that's what our focus is all about. First and foremost, to be able to get out of this space where you overthink, where you are over-contemplating things, to really drop all sorts of baggages that you have so far and allowing yourself to be less reactive to all the things that are coming up in your head and from your heart or different parts of your body, shedding all of these layers off. That's the first step. Going up with the Page of Swords, coming into a fresh space and wanting to seek clarity, wanting to find ways of understanding where you truly are, way beyond the Nine of Swords, where you're being anxious and where you're overthinking. And the approach should be with the Queen of Cups, where you're learning to be compassionate towards yourself or the recipient of this question that you ask them and to be able uh, to be able to hold space um, in allowing whatever feels most natural to come up with no judgment basically that's the first step and very often when we try to be non-judgmental we end up going to a space where we beat ourselves down for certain thoughts or behaviours that we deem as 
bad, negative, but you need to know when you're coming in from a space of non-judgment, there's no negative and positive, it's just what is. When you're able to focus on what things truly are at present, that's when you will be able to seek. Even without words, perhaps in just feelings, the clearest of answers that you need at present. So, how are you? I'd like for you to take a moment to sit down and ponder over this question just for a bit right now. If you have a journal, a pen or a little notepad to even jot it down, just so you have it in some sort of a scribble or word to try and express how that question makes you feel Let's pour yourself a cup of tea to accompany this little moments where you are trying to figure out where you stand in your heart. Know that what we are trying to do is to take a little peek into ourselves and where we stand in our mind our body and for those of you who believe in it your soul and your spirit to try and find alignment in all these places and ultimately to find a way to come back to this present moment knowing that there's no way you can change your past have any control over the future and that all you have to do is to just be present share with you a few really interesting things that I managed to source. So these are certain philosophies or ways of thinking and figuring out how we look at ourselves and then going even further to try and understand why do we feel the way we do and where are all these different feelings coming from. The first one actually dates back to about 480 to 400 years before Christ. And this is linked to the roots, or rather linked to Buddhism. Um, there is a little story that is called the Sheaf of Wheat. Um, it's a whole sutta. Basically, if you're into all these things, you have a dialogue between two venerables and it's really interesting. So go and source it out if you'd like. We'll find a way to place the sources um, into a newsletter that we'll be sending out. But basically what he talks about is how there is a level of interdependency of our consciousness and what they call the name form. The name form is our body and the consciousness being the mind. The mind being something separate from the brain. What people sometimes call the soul or the spirit. Knowing that without the mind, there won't be 
the existence of the physical body. And without the body, there wouldn't be the, ex the existence of this mind. Knowing that when we have both mind and body together, that is where we are able to experience what we experience in ourselves. So when we're trying to ask ourselves or ask another, how are you? Sometimes we tend to go into a space where we talk about how we are feeling emotionally, right? Um, I'm feeling sad or I'm fine. <laughs> the most common response. I'm okay. Something that's coming up a little more, um, at least in the greetings that I shared. Um, but then what if you were to shift into a space where you try and figure out how you truly feel from your mind, your consciousness, is going to, it is going to be slightly different from the mind as we know it, being the brain, the thinking brain that loves to plan, that loves to try and organize certain thoughts, um, fix it, ideologies on our experiences to judge, to basically discern whether something is good or bad, to try and mediate different situations that we are experiencing. So it's very different from that. What we are talking about is our soul. So where does your soul stand in every present moment? I think this is something that comes with practice, it doesn't come naturally with um, or to everybody. So take a moment to really sit down and close your eyes and ask yourself how do you feel in your body, your physical body. And if you'd like to, you can dive in way deeper to figure out how you feel in the different parts of your body, your organs. Let's talk about the skin for an example, something which we tend to neglect quite a bit. Or for those of us who are super into skincare and makeup, um, putting in extra attention to it. How does your skin feel today? Does it feel happy? Does it feel sad? Where do all these feelings come from? Does it come from your skin itself or does it come from your mind? To be able to truly understand how it really feels, maybe closing your eyes, grazing your skin with your fingers, using your sense of touch basically to find out how it feels. Does it feel a little dry just from physical touch? Um, Maybe your face. I've got makeup on today. So does it feel like it can breathe? I think mine says that it really wants to breathe. So it cannot wait till I remove my makeup. So what does yours say right now? Does it speak to you in a way where it's saying, look, I'm them. I'm really tired of all the skincare routines you've been putting me through so far. Can I get a break? Is it trying to say like to see more of the sun? We've been indoors quite a bit. And then slowly diving in to the layers beneath your body, perhaps your flesh. What does it have to say to you? Are there aches and sores that are standing out 
strongly a pain that you've been experiencing for so long what is that part of the body trying to tell you is it holding loads of stress from physical exertion perhaps stresses that it's holding from mental experiences that you've been going through talk to your flesh and see what it has to say And slowly going in to try and speak to your bones. Figuring out where you've been taking for granted. Do you have crunchy joints? Maybe in your knees or elbows? What about those? that are on your toes, have you given them enough attention? Maybe clenching your toes a little to see how it feels. And extending out to the crown of your head. How does your scalp feel? Maybe give it a little tap <laughs> and feel it. Touching your head, feeling your scalp. Maybe placing your hand on that area of your body where your joints have been acting up. Mine's my left knee. What if you were to go down deeper and to try and speak to your organs? So your kidney, your liver, are you eating well? Are you drinking well? And your stomach, have you been eating too much spicy food? What if you were to tap into your heart to try and understand how it feels to be beating at every single moment trying to keep you alive? Pumping liters of blood across your whole body, allowing it to function and move. Your vocal cords that you use to try and voice out thoughts and opinions. What does it have to say? Does it want to speak out more? Does it wish to speak a little lesser? Going into the smaller features on your face, your nose, your eyes, what do they have to say to you? Your ears, is it done hearing too much of what the media has to say, perhaps? Or maybe a certain person in your life that has been speaking unkindly. Understanding that all these different parts of your body, they are meant to process things differently. And for an example, if we were to hear unkind words coming into the ears, and then through our eyes in visual, we get to see the expression of the person's face which we tag onto with our disappointment towards them in the experience and how it then links into our heart. What does it have to say to us? All these different parts of our body working separately and together at the same time, what do they have to say? How are they feeling? 
What are your nails feeling? Your hair? The things we tend to use to try and decorate ourselves. Painting our nails. Combing our hair, bleaching them. Does it need a trim? Another story I found is this one to Yamaka. It talks about how if we are able to drop all these ways of viewing ourselves, we will be able to come from a space basically of non-judgment to view ourselves not as a self, to view the different parts of our bodies, not as ourselves, but as separate entities on their own, operating on their own. To understand also how they are able to operate and they know how to operate. Trying to understand where your sense of self comes from. I think this is something all of us struggle with. So whether or not it's coming from your heart, again, from the different parts of your body or the consciousness in your mind or the separate entity, which is your brain. When you're able to discern all the thoughts and feelings that come up from different parts and aspects of yourself or whatever you would hold and embody as yourself, that's when you are able to truly understand how you truly feel and how you are at every present moment. I'm going to get a little matchstick for us to contemplate on or a little action for us to walk through. This matchstick is from the Spark Grace little matchbox. It has loads of quick affirmations that you can use um, if you want something quick to look through every day. So this one matchstick that I got, it says, instead of trying to be perfect, give yourself a break. So back to the idea of having no self, to know that all the expectations you have of yourself all the expectations that you're holding from others on yourself and society on yourself. If you are able to shed all of that away and to know that those do not define who you are and who you should be, you will be able to be in a state where you truly feel at ease and come into a space where you naturally feel perfect and enough to not feel like you have to push yourself to certain places or emotions to feel like you're doing good or to push yourself out of certain ways of being because otherwise it would be bad. Give yourself a break and shed all these layers off. Dive right into where you fully where you fully can find a sense of self. Now there's this one other concept which I found really interesting. 
um, that was shared when when was when when was I first introduced to this uh, concept? I think I was in going through my diploma, and we had a very interesting um, theory session where we were looking on philosophy. So it talks about Plato's theory of the forms and how we have the world as we experience it um, in the way we see it and the way we sense it through all of our five senses basically and how all of us try to emulate a way of being perfect um, basically from very basic shapes and forms where we have the circle, the triangle, squares, all these things, um, shapes that we can find even in nature when we have flowers, if we were to draw it out to be able to find circles or very perfectly ratioed shapes and forms. It's almost like us humans and the way we try and chase perfection, it pushes us to want to go towards something but when you know that it is in that chase that you start to lose awareness of how you feel at every present moment that is when things start to get dangerous that is when you start to move away from where you are in your physical body and if we were to talk about how our consciousness operates with our body once we are chasing all those ways of perfection and ways of being we lose sight of what we have at present and what we can do with everything we have at present so try and think about how it would feel to be able to shrug off all of these expectations again so there's one other way of thinking and looking at things that I'd like to share today and this is from Descartes um, he also talks about how the brain is a muscle in itself working and how we actually have a separate part to ourselves where we are able to experience our soul in a way yeah so there is this quote that he has in Treatise of Man that says My view is that this gland is the principal seat of the soul and the place in which all our thoughts are formed. So this is him talking about how the brain actually forms the soul and the idea of a soul and I think it's another way to view things and it's really interesting because in the previous example where we talk about um, even in Buddhism, it speaks of how without the body, the physical form, there wouldn't be the consciousness or the, the mind um, if we were to look at it in the other way. And what Descartes also talks about is how this brain is what creates the existence of the soul. Now it's slightly different because it doesn't talk about how then in relation to the body, the soul is in control of it. 
But what if we were to look at things from this perspective where it is our mind that is creating so much of our reality and all these other experiences that we have um, in our physical body, in our emotions and then our soul or spirit. So where then in this question, how are you? Does your soul lie? Does it stand as an entity in itself or do you then try and look at it as almost like fiction or just the reality that's created by your brain? So what if you were to try to look at things strictly from your headspace, your mind, your brain basically, not your mind. Um, if you were to look at things in as logical of a manner as possible, how are you? Okay, right now at present for myself, I am feeling a little warm. Um, my head feels slightly overwhelmed with the sunlight that's coming in and the lighting that is within the space. But at the same time, it feels at ease and at peace because it knows what to expect and what's coming up next. It knows that if there were things that were to come in unexpectedly, it will have a way to form a solution for it to work through. So how does your brain feel? And if you were to ask your brain the same question, how will it how will it respond? One other thing that will help in you being able to think with clarity would be to take conscious breaths. Every time you are anxious or you get into fight or flight mode, you tend to take shallower, shorter breaths. And most of the time for most of us, when we're in autopilot, that is the pattern in which we are breathing. So how does it look like if you were to consciously take a deep breath right now? Exhale. And maybe even to close your eyes to really try and bring your focus to your mind at present. No need for words, no need to try and understand it. Just in observing. Taking a deep breath. Inhale. Going through a few rounds. Inhale. Exhale. Sensing the difference not only in your physical body. but also the muscle in your head, your mind. Know that you don't have to hold all the questions that we've been going through 
just to start off the session, all you have to do is to just be present. Every time a question comes up, you don't even need to answer it. Just let it pass by. With understanding that the answer will come to you without you having to seek it to actively. Now, even as I've just taken those few breaths, now opening my eyes, I feel like my mind is absorbing all the things in my surrounding a lot clearer. The lights are definitely brighter, but they don't feel as glaring. I can feel the cool breeze from the air conditioner a lot, a lot clearer and it feels crisp and nice on my skin. Something that I wasn't aware of. And I am also very aware of how my sound or rather how my voice sounds like. Being able to process all of that with my head, knowing that in all the things I feel and experience, if I were to try and have a certain level of understanding, I will still have to come back to my head to try and process it. So, with all of the things shared today, and it's a lot, maybe you might have found one that is your favorite and some others that you might want to revisit another time the main takeaway i'd like for you to have is to know at any point in time when you feel out of place when you feel like you don't know how to deal with a situation all you have to do is to fall back onto this question to ask yourself, how are you? And that will help you recenter and find your way back to the present moment before you are able to move on and take whatever actions or whatever plans you have for the rest of the day, rest of the week on knowing that you might not have all the answers, but all you have to do is to fall back on this one question. All from a place of sincerity and compassion. So maybe take some time to phone up a dear friend or family member whom you haven't reached out to for a bit of time and check in to see if they have time for a conversation where they are able to open up so sincerely and for you to be able to do that with them, holding space, not only for yourself, but for the other person. We have quite a few interesting episodes coming up. Um, a couple of other shows that you can look forward to. Um, and know that at any point in time you'd like to find all the resources that we share on today's show or the future episodes or even on all the other shows we will be having a newsletter sent to you find us on our socials 
I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week.